This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. I'm going to get a little wonky today. I did some digital surfing for crop development information, gleaning sources from Iowa State University Extension, Purdue, and seed companies to judge how much damage that the early drought can do to crops and what the moisture needs are going forward. They claim that four consecutive days of visible wilting can reduce the potential corn yield by 5 to 10 percent during the vegetative growth stage. That has happened here. Drought stress prior to tassel and silk appearance may result in small ear size. From approximately the 8th leaf to the 12th leaf stage, potential kernel roll number is determined in the corn plant. From the 12th leaf to the 17th leaf stage, potential kernel number per row is determined. Moisture stress during the vegetative periods may reduce both ear length and the number of potential kernels on each ear. If ear size is reduced during this period, it cannot be corrected by relieving the moisture stress later in the season. You have to pollinate corn in order to get any corn. We will need subsidies of rain for corn in the drier region of the northern corn belt in order to grow corn to reach pollination and then more rain in order for the plant to successfully reproduce and make grain. Forecasts change about every six hours and markets tell you immediately whether they are drier or wet. We also need to define what wet is. A 50 to 70 percent chance of getting three quarters of an inch of rain for Iowa is not drought altering. That is spitting on a fire. I do not think that the trade appreciates the acute lack of soil moisture reserves and how dependent that makes us on rain falling from the sky to meet immediate needs. Forecasts have some needed rain in them for the drier region of the Corn Belt but are not drought breaking. Cooler temps buy time but are not going to make this crop without substantive moisture. At some point, extreme heat will become the grim reaper. Drought stress during vegetative stages results in reduced stem and leaf cell expansion, shorter plants with less leaf area. The effect of drought stress on leaf morphology is much larger than that of photosynthesis. When drought stress is combined with heat stress, vegetative development will progress more rapidly. Corn leaves that are rolled up for a couple of days likely won't see significant yield loss, but corn that's rolled up for the majority of a two-week period may see yield losses up to 20%. Extended early season drought under extremely dry conditions can even lead to plant death. Yield reduction varies greatly depending on the severity and duration of the stress. Evaporation rates have exceeded rainfall amounts, and with little to no soil moisture reserves, the plant quickly returns to stress. Last Friday's rain met our corn water need for one day. The corn barely uncurled before curling again under renewed stress. Typically, soil types make a difference. That is why heavy ground sells for more per acre than light ground. Without soil moisture recharge, however, heavy ground holds no more moisture than sand. Vegetative growth of soybeans during drought is diminished. Drought-stressed soybeans are often shorter with smaller leaves due to the lack of water, nutrient availability, and nutrient uptake. Soybean root growth increases during drought conditions because plant carbohydrates are shifted to root growth. When adequate rainfall or soil moisture returns, vegetative growth will resume until the mid-seeding filling stage. Under severe drought stress, soybean flowering may occur earlier than normal in an effort to produce seed before premature death. Farm Progress released a survey of their Farm Progress panel. 
to share where they were in pricing their new crop 2021 crops percentage-wise. 29% of farmers surveyed said they had sold between 10 to 25%. 23% of the farmers surveyed said they had forward price 26 to 50%. 11% said they had more than 50% forward priced, and 4% said they had priced all of 2021 and a portion of 2022. A third, 33%, said that they had sold none, waiting for more news. I think what they meant by waiting for more news is that they were waiting for rain. With rain, we are looking at a great crop, and without it, we are looking at a potential crop disaster. Either extreme is possible, but the overall setup is negative this year. We still hold a few bushels from 2020, have made no recommendations for any new crop sales. I would have no idea at this time what a percentage of my crop in bushels would be to be able to market. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com. Or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.